Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I wanna do now is making it last. It's time for another conversation. Welcome to Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. Now, we're going to be talking with Jody Fletcher. He's an executive coach, a leadership consultant, and we're going to be delving into the most important principle. And I'm going to assume for leaders. Yes, Jody? I would say for humans in general, but definitely for leaders. Yes, Noreen. Okay. Okay. And what is that principle? I believe the principle is you have to be a good human. You have to be a good human to be a good leader. Whenever I am presenting or speaking or even speaking with clients, you know, I think there's seven recognized types of leader according to Google. And I would argue there are two types of leaders, good leaders and bad leaders. And to be a good leader or a great leader, the fundamental ingredient is that you have to first be a good human. Everything else you can learn, but you have to be a good human at the core. All right. So what then to you would then characterize somebody being a good human? The primary concern is for other people to truly, authentically, and genuinely care for other humans first, for their growth, for their um, uh, well-being. Mm-hmm. And if you truly care about other people and are interested in other people, you will be able to build and establish the types of relationships that are going to bring the whole team forward, uh, primarily through through the team. A leader's primary responsibility is to lead. And that's one of the things that I work with clients, I, I believe, the most on is changing their, their frame of mind, their mindset, mm-hmm. that as a leader, your your purpose is people. It's mm. it's no longer the the thing. It's it's people. And if you treat the people well, and if you genuinely care for the people, they will they will knock it out of the park every single time. All right, we're gonna unpack that for a little bit. You said they have to genuinely care. There are a lot of persons who, more often than not, are thrust into a leadership position. So it's not necessarily something that they wanted, but whether through experience. You know, people think that, okay, it is now your time to lead, you know, this particular set of people. So sometimes it isn't that they wouldn't want to care, but it is just that this has been thrust upon me. I'm just going to work with it. What then? That's where people like me come in. It's interesting. I'm just having a conversation with my father today Mm -hmm. over lunch, and we were talking about the fact that leadership is not really taught anywhere other Mm -hmm. than the military and, you know, some other areas, but you don't, you don't see it taught in schools. You don't really see it taught in organizations. The better organizations with great culture do take time and they focus on leadership. Mm-hmm. But if you're in an or- organization or you've been thrust into the position where you're, you find yourself in that leadership role, whether you wanted it or not, that's where you have to find a mentor or somebody that you respect that is in your eyes, a good leader. Mm -hmm. Uh, or somebody like myself who's a coach that can help you along the way. But again, it boils back to first being fundamentally a good human. Uh, If you're you're that person, and I use, I don't know, Noreen, if you're a fan of The Office, but I use the character Michael Scott a lot when I'm talking. He's the, 
you know, the leader in, in the show, The Office. Mm-hmm. And he's a horrible leader. He's he's disorganized. He's uh, he's always wasting people's time. He's a micromanager. But fundamentally, he's a good human being. And he's a great example of somebody that if you, because he cares so much for his people, uh, with the exception, if there's any fans out there of the show, with the exception of Toby, who's the HR guy, but other than Toby, mm-hmm. he loves everybody in the office. And if you take someone like that and place them with the right mentor or a coach or somebody to kind of help open the aperture on leadership skills, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they genuinely are a good human and care about other humans, they're going to take that on board. And that is is how they're going to rise to the level to become a great leader. Hmm. So at the core, it's really about caring. So for those persons then who they really don't care about people, but they are in this role. And for whatever reason, they're not going anywhere. And some of us have to live with them being at the, in that role. And I don't genuinely care what what can be done then. We're all the masters of our own destiny. And hmm. I have I have coached people out of their job, Noreen. When you really break it down and you're coaching with someone and they realize the organization they're in, the team they're in is not a great fit because you can't you have no effect on anybody else in the sense that you can't change somebody else. All you can do is control yourself. Mm-hmm. And if sometimes the answer is to remove yourself from that situation. Of course, that's after all other things have been exhausted, like having a good, con- uh, candid conversation with that leader, expressing to them what your concerns or your needs are as, you know, in this case, if you're a team member, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you start there. And if you get to that point where you just understand that this person's not going to change, there's no no prospect of them being removed from that leadership position, then it's on you as, as an individual, whether or not you want to stay and commit your time, your effort, uh, and, and your energy to that place or not. Are you a good human being? Are you trying to be a human being? We're going to continue to unpack that for a bit, but we must take a break and get a word from our partners. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I want to do now is making it last. You can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappi's organic juices and punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, Our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors. Beat it. Berry Bomb. Get Fresh. Ton Up. And Island Splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappies Organics or call or send a WhatsApp message at 1-876-779-8910 to order today. That's 1-876-779-8910. 8910 Zappi's organic juices and punches. Live your best life today. Photography is an art. 
but more so photography must come from the heart. Precious moments, priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BMC Photography JA, beautiful moments captured. Let's go. Langdo Language Institute was created to meet your language and communication needs. All of our packages were created just for you. We are passionate about language and dedicated to your success. We offer the CSEC English program, the Study Body program, the Get Ahead with English program, and the Business Communication program. Contact us at 767 285-0938 or email us at langdolanguage at gmail.com because the real question is how can we help you? Mothers and fathers Husbands and wives Sisters and brothers Friends for life won't live in the past All I wanna do now is making it last genuinely care about people if not we're gonna give you some ideas of just how to ensure that you're doing just that welcome back do you think what you're saying in terms of leadership and and people genuinely care caring about well as a leader you genuinely caring about others do you think this is for specific industries or specific spaces or do you think this transcends spaces regardless whether it is church you know the workplace do you think it, it transcends spaces it absolutely transcends i have my background as a military individual i retired last year after three decades in the in the united states navy and i've worked in teams as small as four people and the organization that i left had over forty-five thousand people so i've seen the full spectrum of leadership and over 30 years in the military i've seen all types of leaders Mm -hmm. And the things that I discuss with my corporate clients, I have a myriad of different clients from different industries, and it's all the same. I'm not going to tell somebody how to run a restaurant or how to run a multi-billion dollar organization. They have those skill sets. Where I come in is helping people understand. First, I start with self-awareness. It's very important as a mm -hmm. leader that mm -hmm. you are very self-aware. You have to know what you stand for, what your core values are, what motivates you, all of those things to then be able to understand how that impacts your team and also understand how you can meet the people in your team in the middle. They are also humans who have mm -hmm. core values and what they stand and what motivates. And I call it driveway to driveway leadership. It's just as important to understand as much about the person and the driveway they leave from in the morning is to the parking lot they pull into at work. And most organizations mm -hmm. only care about the person when they pull into the parking lot at work. But great leaders understand and care about the individual that they are in the driveway they leave from at home. And that transcends any industry because you're caring about the person first. What they do professionally comes on top of that. But if that person is happy and satisfied and motivated as a human being they mm -hmm. will do great things for your organization <laughs> what what can be done so that more more leaders think about that 
aspect of person's lives because more often than not you're 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 being told to keep it separate but what you just said is that in some way you do have to have an idea of what's happening on a personal level so how do you you know go against that grain so to speak i believe leadership is an art and each of us have the same blank canvas that's kind of the fundamentals of leadership and how you paint is up to you i think that there's an art to knowing your people and knowing what certain people are comfortable with compared to others you can't just blanket and say okay i'm gonna know the names of everyone's spouses and children and what they want to do on the weekends. some people are not comfortable sharing that mm, but they are comfortable true. sharing other things and as a leader you have to be able to gauge a, what you're willing to share, and that's a part of the self-awareness piece. I'm not saying you have to be an open book, uh, but you do have to have an open heart. And meeting others where they are to understand that, you know, this is Jane and she loves to talk about her kids and her grandbabies and all of that compared to Bill, who might tell you he's married but doesn't want to talk about anything else. But Bill will talk about sports all day long. And you just have to find out what interest people and meet them where they are so that when you have to either take corrective action or provide feedback to your team members, they don't feel like you're coming to them only when something's wrong. You've already established a relationship and you've like a genuine and authentic relationship and you're telling them when they do things great or amazing, which hopefully is the majority of the time so that when then something doesn't go quite as planned and you you sit them down to, to talk about that they understand and truly feel that you how much you care for them and that what you're telling them is for their own growth and not you know you're not just wagging the finger at them saying you know you messed this up hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm listening and i'm thinking that that can only happen for persons who have a strong sense of self-awareness and those who are open to that? I always start with self-awareness whenever I'm working with individual clients. And to be honest, even when I'm doing workshops or, or keynotes, I start with self-awareness because to be a good human, you have to be self-aware. You have to know what makes you tick. You have to know what makes you angry or sad or, you know, um, you have to be prepared for that when you go to deal with other humans. As, as we're wrapping up, at the core, you said the most important principle is to be a good human being. For somebody who will listen and who will watch, how can that person, and it might sound simplistic, but how can that person become a good human being if right now they don't think they are? Active listening. You have to be a great listener and not waiting to talk, but actually listening to other people. And I've I've had a lot of conversations with people that say, well, I treat others how I would be treated. Hmm. Well, how do you know that's how they want to be treated? You have to listen and understand how another human wants to be treated and do your best to meet them where they want to be. Just because I want to have a candid conversation and you can speak to me very bluntly does not mean that you can do that with somebody else. So understanding that, and that only comes from two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. Listen and observe twice as much as you speak. Mm. Excellent note to end on. 
Thank you so much for sharing, Jody. Thank you for having me, Noreen. I really appreciate it. This was Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have a better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. I love you, mothers and fathers, husbands and